masturbating to midget porn. It's time for the Intellectual Saviors with your host, Michael. So if they're wearing short skirts and fuck me pumps, it, they're an excuse from the law. You can still just bang the shit out of them. You don't have to get consent. Eric. Don't have to think for myself. I love it. All I have to do is eat and poop and sleep. Don't put back in just and pops. When I'm all alone. Oh, I'm sorry. <clears throat> My bad. When I'm paranoid, I'll be home. Fucking shit cocking. I told you guys this was going to suck balls. There are three guys who are fighting the good fight. If your definition of a good fight is sitting on your ass while drinking and cussing into a microphone. I just want that moment to end. <laughs> Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Intellectual Saviors. I'm one of your hosts, Eric. I'm Michael. And I'm Boggs. And Boggs. And I'm here, guys. <laughs> okay. My balls haven't dropped yet. What Sorry. else you got to say? I love tacos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't worry, everybody. You don't have to listen to Boggs' bullshit for at least a couple minutes. He's stuffing his mouth full of taco right now. Is that a beef taco? What do you want it to be, baby? Mm. I like I like uh, carne asada. Oh, I do like those. Anyway, what are we doing? Oh yeah, the I show. Something. So, uh, what's up, Can guys? Can I just say that Kelly is extremely sexy? Yeah, even well, she's ruined now. She had a baby. No, she's not. I've seen <laughs> pictures. I've seen some Dolly Rots photos lately. She's not ruined. She, she's What's her pulled husband's it, name? She's pulled it back together. They're not married. Lewis, he's a guitar player. Yeah. Are they still together, though? Yeah, dude. They're still together. Obviously. Um, <laughs> that guy's a lucky son of a bitch. Next time they come, we'll go see him. I'm down, dude. I'll go take, with you. Take it. We'll go. Eric won't go with us. He's too cool for that. Depends on what day it is. <laughs> I was going to say, if it's a He'll go when it's convenient for him. Like on a Tuesday in October. I know they, well, they're in, huh? they're playing, huh, guys? well, they ain't going to have them. They're playing in Europe right now, but oh. maybe when they get back. Anyway. Mike, how much do you love me? Not very much. Damn so it. this is a great time of year, man. The weather's starting to cool down. We got yep. hockey season just started up. We got fucking football. The Cowboys are doing well. For now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to enjoy it. There's, there's still plenty of season for them to fuck up. I'm going to enjoy it while it lasts, Eric. I've, this is the best that they've done until I can't even imagine. I, I, I still feel it's going to end up 8-8 eight and eight for some reason, but... Probably. Whatever. But, um, nah, man, that's pretty good stuff. So, what the fuck have you been up to, anyway? Uh, Working. We didn't talk about it last week, but I went on vacation. You did go on vacation, yep. and you didn't mention it last week. No, I did not. And I was hoping you'd have a fun story to tell us. Um, I I have many stories, <laughs> some that I don't want to talk about on there. What do you um, have? Oh, well, give us a little nugget of fun. Okay, so whenever I went up there, it was in Minnesota, and it's it was fucking cold when I went Minnesota. up there. Like. Uh, the original forecast, when I looked at it, the extended forecast, it showed it like in the 50s. And I'm like, oh, okay, you know, that's a little brisk, but I can manage that. That's fine. Lovely. And then right before I go up there, I check the weather again, and it's supposed to be in the 30s. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Some big front came in, and it was just cold and windy as shit. And we're out there camping, so it's not like mm. it's, you know, something easy to deal with. So it wasn't like I was sitting at his house. 
So, um, we start a fire, um, and it wasn't quite enough. It just wasn't warming us up. So, we eventually got to the point to where we were drunk enough and uh-huh. same brazen enough to make a huge freaking fire. Oh, I thought you were going to say same sleeping bag. No, no, Spooning. No. Um, and we had one of those little Heineken kegs. Mm-hmm. Um, and we tapped that. And then my my buddy Oh, he tapped it. <clears throat> Go ahead. Sorry. My buddy just grabbed it and just threw it into the fire. Okay. Those things are pressurized. Mhm. <laughs> I was like, "Uh, hey, uh you, you know those are pressurized, right?" And he's like, "Really?" Yeah, that's how they get the beer out. It's like, "Well, maybe we should grab it." And I mean, at this point, it's like into the fire like yeah. you're gonna hurt yourself if you try to get this fucking thing out of there so we just kind of let it be <laughs> yeah, and, this didn't end well by the way i want to hear the story and oh. we angled ourselves to where you know if it did blow up like <laughs> it would blow up from the ends you know what i mean from the bottom yeah. and the top yeah so we angled ourselves to the side so mm-hmm. if it did blow we wouldn't fucking be in a line of fire there's a lot of tapping and blowing going on out there by that campfire and right. After about 15 minutes, we just kind of forgot about it, and we're just shooting the shit, talking about whatever, and all of a sudden, it goes, and it was the loudest, most deafening sound I have ever been near. It was so deafening that for a few seconds, when I opened up my eyes, I couldn't see. Oh my God. That's how deafening it was. Like it <laughs> distorted all of my senses. Like a fucking concussion grenade. It was going insane. <laughs> it was ins- it was so fucking loud, and it took us all like a few seconds to kind of gather ourselves together, and then we're finally like, okay, is anybody hit? Everybody okay? <laughs> <laughs> so note to self: don't put one of those mini Heineken kegs into a fire. Fuck that. Everybody listening at home, make luckily, sure that you do that. Luckily, your balls on it. we were in the middle of fucking Don't nowhere, so it really didn't matter. It's not like anybody was going to fucking, <laughs> you know, come after you us. You could have killed a hunter, dude. No, not not that late at night. It was late at night, bro. They're not, they don't walk around in the middle of the night. You don't know that. Yes, I do, and no, they don't. They could walk around naked. What the fuck, dude? He said at it was like point, in the 30s. Hunting. They're yeah. doing something else. They're, they're doing some hunting, but they're it ain't. All, oh, they're hunting all right, baby. <laughs> they're on the prowl. Baby cakes. Hey, what's up? Hey, no. Eric. <clears throat> nice hey. kegger. But it was an awesome trip. I mean, we were so far up north uh, and away from everything. There was, like, really nobody around. There was no cell phone service. It's fucking awesome. Just to get away. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Dude, it's amazing to unplug. When you finally get to that point to where you can't check anything. You can't check emails. You can't check texts. You can't get a phone call. Nothing. At that point, who gives a shit? Nothing fucking matters. That's true. You can't check. Except for eating, sleeping, and pooping. Po- pooping. <laughs> can't check like anything. Opener. <laughs> can't check anything, Boggs. Can't check your Twitter. Yeah, like, he, at he the couldn't Intel check on his apartment when I was masturbating furiously in his bedroom. So, there's that. You ruined it, dude. I was going to take this into our nice little segue and plug our shit, and then you just had to fucking go there. Speaking of masturbating furiously. Have you taken a black light into your room since you've been back? I should now. God damn it, dude. That's the first thing I'd fucking do. (laughs) How is he going to discern my sperm from his sperm? I thought better of bugs. (laughs) It's a good point. Yeah, he's not going to know. 
Next time, call me when he's out of town. I'll come over. We'll fucking you <laughs> fucking better not. <laughs> we'll try and fucking leave a, a message on his fucking I will, cover. I'm come on, Mike. You make the M and I'll make the R. I'm going to install a deadbolt on my fucking door. Why do you get on. to make the R? Because R. <laughs> fucking, we'll be doing the angry, angry pirate. Either that or just booby trap my room. <sighs> Don't do that, man. cuts off your nuts. No. Try anything funny. How, how does that... Walk through that contraption and just tell me how you're going to logistically make something chop off someone's nuts with precision. It would wait until you're just over the center of it, and it would send a spike just right up into your fucking... Right there. Like, So either that or it's getting in your butthole, your taint, or your balls. Somewhere. And it's going to fucking hurt. I don't know. Some people are into pain. True. I saw a thing on... Uh, actually, I think I might have sent it to... You guys via Facebook, the picture of the guy putting the pin through his testicles. <laughs> no, I think I missed yeah, that. Yeah, I missed that. If you did send it to me and don't, I put it on <laughs> Facebook. You guys never saw that? No, I didn't see that. I oh. think my computer automatically looked at that and said, you know what? You don't want to see this. Oh, but, God damn it. Did, Dude, I, don't, I don't really check Facebook that much. Did I send you guys the Christmas one where the guy's like doing stuff with the pumpkin and everything else? No. <laughs> don't send. Ne- no. I can't put that on our regular Facebook because I don't think the people that listen to us want to see that, but I figured it'd be right up you guys' alley. Maybe not. I don't know. But um, anyway, did you guys hear, I, I pulled this, um, you know, the Pope is like big time like fan of the fucking, uh, the, the homosexuals and he's the lesbians. Yeah, yeah, man. He's is like, he? yeah, and the atheists and everything, you know, he's like included them and everything. You yeah, because that means a lot, right? Well, no, no, no. You said, or you know how he said last year about, you know, like gay people or, you know, it's I, like I, fucking God's will. And I, know, I know what he says, but his book says otherwise. Well, but here's the thing, though. They do this thing like every year where they publish this fucking thing called, um, and I'm going to pronounce the fuck out of it wrong because it's in Italian, but it's something like the uh, Relatio Post Descriptatorian Nim or something, but it's this thing that they publish, and it's like uh, the Pope and a bunch of the Catholic clergy get together. Uh, they take time out from raping children, and then they get together and they put this document together that kind of says like what the church wants to do in like the next quarter. It's like they're fucking, you know, their big corporate rally or something. You know, next quarter we're gonna fucking do this. We're gonna, but um, <clears throat> they put out a thing saying like, within the document it says you know basically that they want to include like treat homosexuals like just regular members of the church. They want to include them in and all this other shit, you know, and bring them into the Christian community and make them feel welcomed and everything. It's like a, he's very he's really lightening up. I have to say, man, I I gotta imagine like I gotta like I think I brought up my buddy I had an issue with a week or two ago and stuff. The real hardcore Catholic. I'm thinking people like him are probably like literally like in the bathtub with the razor blade to the wrist now, just contemplating. Because, I mean, even though he's not, like, saying, oh, look at me, I'm going to let the homos in the fucking church and they're going to be equal with us. I mean, it's still, like, they're not approving of the lifestyle, but they want to make them feel more welcomed and inclusive within the church, them and their families. Like, well, I think, actually, okay. they probably just I mean, want it's, it's them a, to tithe. But that's a, well, yeah, they need the money. <laughs> they need no, the like, money. God damn, we really want to afford... Like, at least one more mansion. How they, are we going to do that? They need the money, and they need their little adopted Oriental kids. And yes, I said Oriental, uh, just because it's so... Uh, 
<laughs> I'm sorry, Asian people. I did I did that because I did it last time on accident because I was, you know, when you were talking about your dad, how like you'll say shit because your dad. That's my fucking mom. My mom's old and she'll say Oriental. I'm like, God damn it! It's don't fucking say that. And then, and then it rubs off on you. And then I I say that and I'm like, God damn, dude, I sound fucking like a racist. Like no, my mom's not a racist, but you know she's old and she says old people things sometimes. So that's one of them. So which just so happened to be racist. Well, but but she's not hateful. Like my mom's not like my dad was. He was a piece of shit. But my mom's not like that. It's completely different. Did you hear about um Ernest uh, Angley? I think mm-hmm. his name is is a televangelist in Ohio. Uh, tell me what he did. I'm sure I read about it. Um, uh, he did a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> um. Refresh wait, wait, was this helping the poor and the homeless and trying to feed people and mm. spreading God's message to little mm. black children in Africa um. and maybe also Ebola? Mm. Oh, my. Negative. None of that. Oh, my. Well, he might have been doing that on his show, but he never really did that in real life. Um, so this guy, he would um, examine male genitals before and after visect- uh, visectomies. Okay. Which he advised them on getting. Mm-hmm. Um, he would also advise young women uh, to marry uh, sex predators. Okay. Sounds smart, right? Um, mm-hmm. And then there were other members that brought to his attention that they were being abused or molested by other church members. And he neglected to tell authorities and told them that we just need to keep it in-house because that's God's will. That's every church. (laughs) (laughs) And um, whenever the uh, authorities approached him on that, his his words were, well, it's none of my business. (laughs) Of course not. Uh, It's happening in your establishment, sir. It's it's all your business. Um, What I find probably the most funny quote that I got in this whole story was uh, a former member said that it wasn't a church, it was a cult. Uh, That's all churches. What the fuck do you think your church is? It's a cult. It's a manipulation of your emotions and your thoughts. Don't you have to drink like a grape juice to have a cult though? Oh wait. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) Yeah, so there's some more Loving things. Wait, from wait no, no, that's okay though, because it has to be like a fucked up thing, like drugs or maybe blood or something. Like, oh, fuck! Shit, it is blood. Eat your fucking taco. <laughs> what? I'm making a point. Put some more taco in your mouth. I'm agreeing with Eric, and you're like, eat your fucking taco. My dick is small, and I have no gallbladder. Oh. True statements. <laughs> Worst show ever. Already calling it. Nah, man. This is doing great. <laughs> um, <terrible>. No, <clears throat> this is very special. I want to do this for you guys. I wanted to. I was going to do this a long time ago with ju- this judge thing I pulled, and then I never fucking did it. So I did all this work for nothing. But this, I did very little work on, and I'm fucking doing it. <laughs> little little expo- okay. little expose I did. Okay, like. I can't remember. We were talking about... It was when we were having one of our deviant shows. We were talking about sex shit or something. And we are the fetishes. And I brought up the whole thing about how there was people out there that wanted to fucking obtain AIDS. It was like a fetish of theirs to try and get AIDS. Yes, I do remember you telling me about this. Now, I said that and you guys were, oh, fucking know about that. And I was like, I don't know, man. I heard it somewhere. Completely forgot about it. And then I saw a thing the other day sort of about it. So I was like, oh, 
I want to look that shit up, see if I could find anything. So I did a little digging, and I found a couple documentaries on this, actually. So I wanted to bring you into the world of the fucking, <laughs> what they call uh, gift givers and bug chasers. And this is, uh, this is one of the- This, this, I'm really afraid of hearing this. Dude, I'm going to tell you something. I watched this documentary. Now, this documentary is about 10 years old, the one I watched, the first one. It's an American one. Then I watched the British ones about the same subject, and it was just about six or seven years ago. And uh, so, basically, what it is is, um, like I said, it's a fetish kind of thing. And and it, I didn't see anything on female, so it's more like the male gay community, which I guess kind of makes sense because it's a little harder for females to spread that kind of stuff unless they're, like, shooting each other with the needles or something, but... So yeah, but that to me seems like it'd be a bigger fetish because it's so random and rare. Hey man, bitches, what are you gonna do? I mean, there's straight fucking people out there with Same. HIV. It's not like they couldn't fucking do it. But this centered around um, <clears throat> this documentary is like a group of people in L.A. and San Francisco. Imagine that of all places, right? How stereotypical. So just to kind of give you guys a little bit of slang, so these people, these guys that want to contract AIDS. They call them bug chasers. Makes sense, right? They Indeed. Get, they want to get the bug. Yeah. And the people um, who are infected with HIV that want, or like the ones that will do this for them, they call them gift givers. All right? It's not really a gift, though. Oh, they think it's a gift. That's the thing. I mean, it's definitely a gift that keeps on giving, but... And kills you. <laughs> oh. It's not a gift, though. It's a gift they, they give, and it keeps on giving. Um, But, like... So I was watching this documentary, and I pulled a few clips, so we'll play some of these because you guys got to hear this shit. So Can't wait. Well, the first one, it's, okay, so it's not just like, usually they'll go through online or something. There's like chat rooms and different things where they have sites set up specifically for this. But they also have like these places that people will set up that they have these big parties and stuff. Um, <clears throat> this first one's like this guy, and he's kind of explaining when he first moved out to L.A. and he got involved in one of these houses. So you can kind of get a little bit of a feel for some of the stuff they do. I was still living in Illinois, and I answered an ad on the web about a sex house this guy wants to open up in L.A. I answered it, and I came out. I was the first one to move in, and a few weeks later, someone else moved in. And we just started throwing parties. Parties just got bigger and bigger and bigger. LA Sex House was 99% bareback. We lost count, but we estimate that there were over 20,000 visitors. In a month, we would have uh, eight parties. Our policy on HIV status was we don't ask, we don't tell, and we had a sign up that says, assume that everybody's HIV positive. Okay, so it's a little bit hard to make out because they get shitty music and stuff, and I think they're recording this outside by a <clears throat> fucking uh, highway or something. <clears throat> but, uh, so... They had this party house, basically, where they throw all these parties, like you're saying, and, you know, they would have hundreds of guys come to each of these parties, just big sex parties, and, you know, they had that policy where you couldn't ask people if they had HIV or not. You just come, you just assume everybody's got it, and you fucking do your business. And uh, they had this one. They had another guy on that had another place that he called, like, the dungeon where they'd throw these big parties, and they said that they knew a lot of people in there were infected, and even though they had that, like these guys would literally, it'd just be like hundreds and hundreds of guys just gangbanging each other all fucking night. And he said at the end of the night, maybe they'd clean up the place and they'd find maybe like a handful of condoms at the most. That's like it, you know, because like nobody fucking used condoms. They're all bareback. And 
And um, so part of it was like, because of that community and stuff, it was just like assumed, uh, which doesn't make sense because this was in the early 2000s. So this is way past the 80s where nobody knew what the fuck was going on. Everybody knows how bad it is and how easy it is to contract. But yet everybody in this community just assumed like they knew people who had it and they're just eventually going to get it. So um, this one guy, the next one here, he's talking about how he just kind of came to the conclusion that he was going to attempt this. And he talks, and one of the terms you'll hear him say is he'll talk about getting charged up, which is a gift giver. When they give the gift of the aid to these people, they'll call them get charging them up because they're positive, you know, they charge them up. What a great <laughs> euphemism that so anyway, is terrible. Well, listen to this. This one's a little bit sad, that just to hear his voice. I'd been cruising online for a long time, and um, nothing had really come of it. And I was just getting really frustrated. And I started to think, you know, if I want to have bareback sex, and if that's how I really want to be, then maybe it would just be easier if I would go ahead and find someone who was positive. I, the second I did that, it opened up a whole world of people to hook up with in San Francisco. I have struck the ja I've struck the pot of gold. It didn't take long before I stumbled upon the idea of bug chasing. Um, people had talked, one person had talked to me about it on the phone line before I started hooking up with positive tops. Um, and I told him he had to be negative and he said, well, he's positive. And um, I said, well, you know, uh, and I was still like, well, I guess maybe we could hook up, but, you know, you can't come in me. And he would say, oh, but I want to. And um, uh, he would say, well, so, well I'll, he, goes, he goes, no, I'll charge you up. And that's just really hard to say. <laughs> but I didn't know exactly what that meant. I knew he meant he would infect me. He had what I wanted. And, uh, and, and, and what I wanted in terms of, he was interested in the prospect of gift giving. He liked that. He had padded walls. I mean, literally padded walls. He had pads, like, on the wall. And I was like, this is a little too Jeffrey Dahmer for me. Um, but I didn't care. <laughs> I didn't go there to be his boyfriend. Oh, my God. So I stayed, God. and he was actually nice. So that was, that was that we had sex. I mean, you know. No blood, no guts. What the hell? I just wanted to leave in the last part. Dude, I edited the fuck out of this. That's why there's a lot of jumping because there's so much backstory and everything. But so he's kind of the typical thing, you know. He'd been around so many people, got it, and he started hearing about that term bug chasing. He started like surfing the internet and he found all these groups and everything for it. Did you listen <clears> to your segment first? No. And he, uh, so he started just thinking, he's like, yeah, you know, this is the way to go. You don't want to do this and stuff. And, of course, after the fact, they interview him after he ends up, you know, contracting the disease. And now it's a couple of years later and stuff. And, now, of course, he's made the biggest mistake of his life, you know. Um, but for him, like, he did it through those chat rooms. Now, that other guy that talked on the first thing, like, he was a part of those house parties and stuff. And he saw a lot of shit going on. And it was the same thing. Like, he was hooking up with people. And he finally decided, like, every time they'd have these parties... He'd hook up with a bunch of guys, he'd go get tested, and he'd come back negative, and he was, like, freaking out about it, you know? So he finally got to the point where he's like, I just don't want to have this fear of contracting more. I'd rather just get it. So here's where he decides to throw what they call a conversion party. So you can kind of listen to this. And has, this is the most fucked up guy on this whole fucking documentary. 
after a couple of months of throwing parties at the LSX house, I got sick and really sick. So I went to the doctor and had all the work done, all the blood tests work done. I'm still negative. I decided to go ahead and throw a conversion party to be kind of HIV positive. Bug chaser looking for 10 to 15 pause guys for my conversion party this Friday night. I'm scared of not knowing I'm HIV positive than knowing. I'd rather know. It's just not worth getting yourself all worked up over. If you're going to bear back and you're going to get it, you're going to get it anyways. So why not have fun? I put an ad on Bareback Jack. They call a conversion party Bareback Sex Party. About 10, 15 guys have replied to it. Really hot guys, too. <laughs> Only positive people are out at my party, dude. Give me their pause loads and leave. And hopefully get the gift so I don't have to worry about HIV anymore. I hate condoms, man. Give me the gift. I am a bug chaser. I want to get the bug this weekend. No, I'm not afraid of AIDS. So, is that not the best fucking way to look at that? Look, man, I don't... Can we... Can... Dude, I'm telling you right now, I watched this, and, like, it literally fucking, like, disturbed me watching it. Like, I, I watch horror flicks and the most fucked up shit. I mean, I'll pull out the most... Those fucked up videos, like, on... I don't even know what those sites are. I can't I think of them right now, but they have all the killing and the faces of death type shit. But this, I was watching it. Like, if you see the whole thing and you see them explaining some of this stuff and some of these other guys, it's like... Oh my god, dude! What the fuck is wrong with society? It's like, why, why the fuck are we so fucked up as a race, as a people? You know, it's amazing. You have any comments, Eric? You look like you have something to say. Nothing that'll be constructive, or uh, I don't, I don't want to do no, show. nothing that anybody would listen to anyway. So, well, I just want to go crawl on my bed and forget that this happened to me so so are you th- saying the stress is too much for you not knowing if you got the bug or not got the bug or not <laughs> you need to get, get your fl- I can't, get I your can't, flask out have another drink ra- yeah, you fucking lush thing? jesus christ go get that for me go get, um, go get this flask why why are you like demanding that everybody get you shit i don't understand this because i'm awesome like, and i love you guys you're looking at us to get you a fucking knife for your tacos or whatever <laughs> Now you want me to go grab your flask. I don't know what he was wanting with this fucking taco. He's pointing at me, pointing at his taco. I was offering you stuff. Oh. I wasn't saying go get me shit. My tacos are right next to me. That's what I said. He was offering me a gift. You guys want some tortilla? (laughs) (laughs) So, no, I brought that. some of my rice cakes, Michael? I watched it, and I was like, this is so fucked up. Like I said, it made me so tense. So I'm like, is it? I wonder if this shit's still going on. So I started looking up some stuff, and I found an article. And this is from just last year. This is from the UK and where they're talking about how this is a, a kind of a big thing over there now. And it's partially because, of course, the United States, we were the destroyers of everything good in the world. Like we started this shit and they've picked up on this. So just to kind of give you an idea of like how this has kind of caused an effect over there. They said that last year in the UK, they had over 70, almost 74 thousand people were treated for HIV which is um 58 percent higher than 10 years ago and one of the things they say is um from studies they've done and talking to the people who come in to get the treatments they say that approximately now this is Rolling Stone magazine did this um investigative work but since um, 2003 they say that about a quarter of all HIV transmissions 
uh, this is for the U.S. that they did this for, or attributed to these bug chasers. So 20, about 25% of the people who now have HIV in the last 10 years have got it because they are intentionally trying to go out and get it. How fucking disturbing is that? I don't know. I mean, that's... I mean, that's almost as twisted as somebody that wants to commit suicide because they know eventually they're going to die and they're just tired of thinking about it, so I'm just going to kill myself. Doesn't make sense. Well, they had a bunch... Like, I'm worried Why about my just car. Go find break- somebody that's single and doesn't have the virus. To I'm worried fuck. about my car breaking down. I'm gonna go bash my fucking engine until it doesn't work anymore. What? Why? Why the fuck would you do that? It, it, see, that's the whole point is to be safe. And yeah, I understand. I, I don't know. Condoms suck. Blah 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 blah. They do suck. Okay, that's but true. That's very true. Condoms they're do suck. Safe. But they are safe. I would rather. Well, safe fur. Yeah. <gasps> you know, and we're going to get into it here in a little bit um, about breast cancer. But, you know, there's so much made of this. Like, you know, we have this month and shit. Like I said, we'll get to it in a second. But it's like AIDS is one of those things where, I mean, I remember back in the late 80s, early 90s when it was really first hitting as a big thing. And, I mean, everybody's fucking freaking out the epidemic. And now it's like one of those things It's kind of an afterthought. You know, you don't really hear about it too much unless people are like us are making fucking shitty jokes or something about it. But, like, it's not... It's like you have all this other, like Ebola is such a big fucking thing. It's like, okay, Ebola is bad and everything, but let's be honest, you know, it's only wiped out. Like, I can't remember what the number I threw out, you know, 10 some thousand fucking people or like I, I got these numbers because I don't know. I mean, I looked this up since AIDS um, was first diagnosed, like in the early 80s, over 36 million people have died from it last year alone or not last year. 2012 is the numbers I got from World Health. Um, 1.6 million caught it in 2012. How many of those were from Africa? Um, I looked at the numbers. I don't have them, but it was like 90%. I mean, it was like ridiculous yeah. amount. Well, I mean, the it's, majority of the, of the world, like, it's reduced. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it's still, it's so fucking prevalent. And they're saying, you know, they're adding, you know, every year a couple million more. Or, yeah, a couple million more people are getting it, you know, almost every year. Oh, it's definitely still out there for sure. I mean, it's it's it, hmm. That's pretty amazing, you know. And to be fair to the statistics... <clears throat> uh, you don't really care about people who are intentionally getting diseases because well but the thing you know is saying? though that's, that's kind of their thing and the problem with that is they could just lie to somebody that doesn't have the disease see that's the problem that's one thing that, it to somebody. that's one thing they're talking about too and that's the thing you have these assholes going out there intentionally trying to get it and then they go and they do these parties and all this shit and they either lie or they don't tell people what they've got and you know how shit goes. I mean, if it's a big party like that, it's probably like a rave thing. Everybody's probably fucking doing drugs and fucked up, and they don't know what the hell they're doing anyway. And it's just yeah, that sounds like a terrible decision. <laughs> it does I would sound not like a terrible go decision. Anything like that ever? That just sounds like a terrible idea. Dude, you wouldn't want to show up at one of those <laughs> conversion <laughs> parties, folks. Yo, though. <laughs> Straight, gay, whatever. Like, it's just it doesn't that. Why would you want that? Why you is that a thing that people want? I don't understand. You, you I don't, don't understand you. you when you get fucking the like fuck your girlfriend, wrong, you don't want to show up at a key party with your girlfriend or yeah, anything? Yeah, be like, hi, sexy. Let's go have some sexy miles and get some ads. That's not me. Why Why are you doing that voice when you say that? <clears throat> I don't understand. Are, are, you, you, are you implying that I'm being stereotypical? What are you trying to do?
could you know? How could you know? Those were my eyes peeping through the floor. It's like they know. It's like they know. I'm looking from the outside and creeping to the door. It's like they know. And now they're coming. Yeah, now they're coming out of the shadows to take me to the club because they know that I shut this down. Cause they've been watching all my windows They gathered up the wall and listened Did you understand they got a plan for us? I bet you didn't know that I was dangerous You understand they got a plan for us? I bet you didn't know so I could love you this much How could they know? How could they know what I've been thinking? But they're right inside my head because they know, because they know what I've been hiding. They're right under my bed and they're in control. Here they come, yeah, here they come out of the shadows to take me to the club because they know that I shut this down because they've been watching all my windows and they gathered up the wall and I I've gotta get out of here, sink down into the dark. And I've gotta get out of here, sink Nobody's listening when we're alone Nobody's listening, there's nobody listening No one can hear us when we're alone No one can hear us, no, no one can hear us And I've gotta get out of here, sing Oh, you done? Awesome. Oh, you're a bitch. Hey, man. What the fuck? Oh, okay, there we go. What? Nothing. 
So was that, was that your phone in the middle of that? You cocked. <laughs> hey, guess what? It sure was. I put my phone on silent. Well, in my defense, I fucked up, and uh, fuck it. What are you gonna do? It's not like uh, it's never happened on your side or anything, sir. Thank you very much. Um, fucking amateur out around here. How we doing? How we doing around here? We doing good? Doing I'm, good? Is doing this great? A personal question because I'm not answering personal doing questions awesome. on the air. What are you about to like depress the fuck out of us? What's going on? No. <laughs> Let me tell you. You doing good? Okay, good. Because now I'm about to crush your hopes and dreams. You weren't crushed already from the depressing ass AIDS infested story there. Well, I mean, that really has nothing to do with me. It's pathetic. It's sad. Did you guys know that chlamydia is on the rise again? <laughs> Thank you, Michael, for that. Okay. I don't know. Just throwing it out there. That's like the biggest fucking disease for <clears throat> cocks and. <clears throat> Poonans, fuck! I don't fucking know. Okay. Poonani, you guys got anything poonani, else here? Poonani. Should we go into the fucking? <laughs> don't fucking play a song you played three fucking times before, you piece of shit. I heard that on the radio today. Like I heard the first few notes of it, and I was like, fucking bogs. Like it's the first thing that popped in my fucking head. Michael, I'm gonna tell you a little story. Mm. About you, actually. Hey, dude, when are you gonna read from the Jesus fucking hand gives you hand jobs book again or whatever it's called? You wanna do it to this song? I don't. I don't give a fuck. Where's the book at? It's on the bookshelf. Where else would it be? It's on a bookshelf. <laughs> this is why the show always goes downhill. No preparation whatsoever. None. Oh, hey, dude. I know I could pull something out I didn't use before just because it'll be fun. Cause we need some fun stuff. Actually, this isn't fun. No, wait, Michael, I do have some you're fun. you're not very fun. Hold up, I got something in here. Just let me find it. Let him find it, my fucking ass. Yeah, here, you your want- piece of shit. No, you want something uplifting. This is a good one. Did you know that in the last 40 years that 52% of the world's wildlife population have disappeared thanks to humans? 52% of the wildlife <laughs> has disappeared thanks to humans. Yeah. Not surprised. That's a cordon. We fuck everything up. Hooray. Uh. That's uh, according to the World Wildlife Fund and the Zoological Society. Zoological Society. So this is fucking legit. It's fucking legit. So the researchers looked at the population of over 10,000 species of birds, 3,000 animals, blah, 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 fucking... And they found out that literally over half of them have disappeared off the face of the motherfucking earth in the because last 40 years. Because they were at that AIDS party and they were no. contracted no. AIDS. It, it's, no, they didn't all go to a fucking conversion party. because we went in with our bulldozers and said, hey, you're in our way. That's right. We hey. need those trees. He's right. 31.4% they attribute to habitat change and degradation or and another 13%. Strictly to habitat loss, which I'm assuming that we've had a little bit to do with. Um, 37% due to exploitation, which is like, you know, going out. Hey, I need that fucking rhino like horn they, for my... They, they get them and then they make them, like, strip for money and put <laughs> themselves out on the corner. Hey, rhino honey, what you doing, baby? I got some things to tell you about how horny you are. They only you get it because he's got a horn on his... They only attribute yeah. 7% to climate change, though, so hey... Let's just keep fucking burning fossil fuels. Yeah, just give it another five years. How do you we'll like see that, where the dude? Polar bears go. Yeah, how do you like that? That cheer you up, fucker? Um, 
No, not really. No, oh my I gotta God, say, dude. Was... <laughs> what else can we do? Oh, By the way, God you know, damn it. The, the, the funny thing too is that, that reminded me of a pretty unrelated story, but one that oh. I think is funny. Have you guys heard about Animal Crossings above like highways and like some of those little two lane back roads and stuff that they wanted to do? Uh, no. Yeah. All right, so basically, what? it's literally. It's a natural encampment. They just want to put basically like an animal bridge over the top of like roads and stuff. Okay. Because the the animal populace will eventually find it and just use it a lot. Uh, I doubt it. Yeah, they will. That's a that's a thing. Uh, Obviously, this doesn't prevent all of this because they're animals. But yeah, it will get used by animals. But the idea is, it prevents roadkill. And it was like, okay, so obviously this is a humanitarian type movement towards keeping roadkill from happening. But the other thing, okay. too, is mm-hmm. how many mm-hmm. have you guys ever hit a deer with your car? Yep. Did no, it I have Did suck ass or what? Yep. It sucked balls, right? Did you hit what, what kind of damage was on your vehicle? Two grand. I don't remember damage. if it was one or two, but it was billions of dollars there. They uh, uh, project would be saved in damages and personal property damage. And obviously, like cleaning off roadkill and stuff like that, hiring like a social worker to go out there and do all that kind of shit billions of dollars for the country to do that just put little crossings over highways for animals mm-hmm. but we're not gonna do it because we're fucking assholes well I think it's partially because we don't have the fucking money for the roads now that's well, why every road's a fucking toll road I think it's because all the social workers happen to be at the AIDS party not everybody's at the fucking AIDS party the animals are so damn stupid all they need to do is get smartened up so they move out of the fucking way when I'm coming, God Smart damn it. Smarted up or charged up? I, I don't understand that reference, sir. I am not a homosexual. God damn. Really? I'm you a red shirt Republican. God damn it. Where's, I, some, where's hands of Jesus when you need you it? insinuate that what I'm one of them shitters? Inseminate? What that's am I how inseminating? You, that's how you get charged up. <laughs> God damn it. I hate this fucking show. I hope everybody's following us on Twitter at the Intel Save. <laughs> wow. <laughs> or on the Facebook. Well, I didn't get a chance to get out before. 40 minutes in. Oh, and don't, don't forget, um, buy swag, redbubble.com. Type in intellectual saviors. It is our intellectual property, motherfuckers. So please do that. At least the shirt is. <sighs> it all we is. AIDS parties uh, for a segue. I don't know. And it was great. And Mike was cool. And it was fun, but now it's time to do something else. Can't we talk about boobies? Boobies are really round and nice. Hmm. Sound like you struggled there for a second. <laughs> it's been a while for me to see a couple. Sometimes oh, I see some that are not so asymmetrical. I uh, hate that. It's a little weird, but hey, I wing it. Just go for it. Pull my pants down. Don't know where I'm going with this. Titty fuck with your weird shaped boobies. How do we have women listen to us? I don't really know, honestly. How I do we do? How? Ladies, tell me how you like this. Because we're misogynistic pigs. Are we? Starting with Eric. It sure comes across that way. <laughs> actually, starting with Michael. I mean, we I say a lot of fucked up shit, but I don't think that they necessarily think the word I actually uh, think that most of them understand that this is kind of a comedy type skit and that it's all done yeah we go way over the top for, it's all kidding for laughs none of it's real for maybe laughs. for you it's real Michael but it's not real for me dude I don't want to have anything to do with any women to fucking sexual sexualize them or fucking anything I've decided I'm just gonna go solo for a long long fucking time and what the 
I've just decided that. Are you gay? No, I just. It's okay to be gay. No, I just decided that. I just don't really Dude, have an enemy okay. to fucking just tell us. have a relationship right now. I don't really want to. He's gay. It's all right. Why does that mean you can't have sex? No, here's what it, he... I need to, he was I a need to feel love. He went and got charged up, and now he's regretting the decision, and he doesn't want to charge anybody else up. So That's true. I don't like wearing just, the fucking rubers. He's just cutting it off. That's the problem, dude. I got to be in a committed relationship. Oh, my... God. So I know it's <laughs> monogamous between... Why are you fucking laughing, dude? I'm being completely honest here. Like, I had my little stint there after the fucking the marriage went south, and I've decided that I'm going to fucking monk it and fucking just go celibate and just I'm going to wait, wait. till after the show, but I'm going to call you out on all your bullshit, but I'm not going to do it on the show because it's a little too personal. I just fucking said I I did things I shouldn't have done. I've been a no, horrible person. No, that's not person. what I'm going to fucking call you out on. Oh God, God damn it. All right. Are we doing this shit or not? Yeah, let's talk about boobs. Hey, girls, what's up? Show us your boobs. Send us pictures. Yeah, so and tell savers at gmail.com. The month of October. Yeah, it's uh, we'll do mammograms via pictures. Breast Cancer Awareness <laughs> Month. Yeah. Send us. Didn't we do this last year? I don't know. Prob- I think, probably. All right, girls, send us, uh, send us pictures and we'll Seems check. like we say something about them sending us pictures every other week or something like that. Anyway, so yeah, it's October. <laughs> so it's uh, going. You're pinking out and all that shit. It is. It's the pink out. Um, it's all over the NFL, fucking baseball players, all corporations, fucking yeah, every corporation that, that wants to dig in on the cash cow, known as uh, Susan, Susan G. Komen Foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's a little bit of an issue though there. Um, if you start actually digging and looking at uh, the Susan G. Komen Foundation and what they actually do for cancer, oh my. Um, and how they've actually obtained some of their iconic logos, like the pink ribbon. Um, um, one in the pink. There's a there's a lot of dirt there, and there's a lot of things that are very suspect. And so you'd uh, say it's more like a like a brown than a pink. Very very questionable. I don't know. What do you want to go into first? Do you want to go into their funding, uh, what they receive as far as money, where it goes, or do you want to go into their dirty practices whenever they started out? Let's. Let's do funding first because I think that's the most important thing. Um, do you want to start off, and I'll just chip in with whatever I got. They're funded by the government. No, they're Shit. not. It's <laughs> they're. You know what I hate about it's not just them. It's any nonprofit. Oh, I'll say this for anybody listening. This is a good thing to go to if I could find it real quick. There's a if you ever want to donate to charities and stuff. There's a thing out there called CharityNavigator.org. Uh, this isn't my fucking surfing the internet bit, but this is really good. Like any charity, you could look it up on there and they'll show like how much money they take in, how much money they put out, what they actually send to, you know, to whatever they're fucking doing for the charity, where that money goes. Uh, it'll tell like the people in their leadership, how much money they make and everything. And they rate them based on, you know, what they actually do, how much money they yeah. take in, what they put out. And, um, I'll save the ratings for the end. So you can kind of hear where Susan G. Komen ranks next to other breast cancer awareness groups. Yeah. But so, um, this was according to Charity Navigator. Um, in the end of the fiscal year, March 2010, uh, the Komen Foundation's assets um, totaled over uh, $390 million. Um, and then their revenue was $312 million. So that's, you know, obviously they got to pay money for some of the races and little things like that. You know, they can't mm-hmm. just, they don't just get handed that stuff. And, you know, making all their fucking pink ribbons and all that shit. Um, 
so they make a big stink about doing your mammograms getting checked and about uh preventative stuff and like make sure you catch it early if you catch it early you have a better chance um they don't really have much as far as what happens after you get diagnosed especially when you get to the uh the higher stages where it's more dangerous they really i mean susan you come and it's just like they don't even do anything with that yep um but what's really kind of strange is they talk about preventative measures but they only talk about mammograms that's it they don't talk about healthy eating they don't talk about the products that you use on a daily basis ladies makeup um they don't talk about your intake as far as calories sugars all that stuff they they don't they talk about education but they don't really ever talk about what you actually should be doing to help prevent you even getting it in the first place let alone just a mammogram so back to the money um about 13 percent of it goes to health screening what just pick up your goddamn keys you look <laughs> <laughs> um, my bad, my bad. <clears throat> 5.6% goes to treatment. So after you get it, that's how much of the money they're divvying out to uh, research for treatment. Uh, 10% goes to fundraising. 11.3% goes to administrative costs. And 39.1% uh, goes for public education. And like I said, public education, they use that term very loosely because any kind of advertising that happens on the NFL network or anything like that, they consider that public education. Um, wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hmm. And then uh, they've also shown that 20.9% uh, of all funds, and that's it, actually go to research. 20.9, or I mean, yeah, 20.9% out of $312 million. You're supposed to be this massive huge fundraising monster that's supposed to be fighting cancer with women and you're only chalking up 20.9 percent for research yeah that's consistent and it's like you brought all those numbers together they're now, showing if here but let me finish this if we had a cure or we know how to fight it off especially in the later stages i would understand 20.9 percent but we don't we don't. We have treatments. You might be able to fight it off, but, I mean, what are your real chances? They're, they're pretty damn slim. You can fight it, but is that before you have to have, uh, what the fuck do they call it? Where they have to... Oh, mastectomy. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it gets that serious. Sometimes it just takes your life. I mean... Bye-bye, boobies. So, I think a lot more money needs to be funded towards actual research, but go ahead. Now, that's the thing, you know, it's like, like you're saying, they spend almost half, over half of the money that they bring in on what they call program. Public yeah, po Yeah, or like I'm talking about their expenditures just for like program expenses. And it's a nonprofit and combined the president and the CEO combined make about $1.2 a year um, of that funds, I, which I think is a little, I mean... Let's face it, CEO pay is ridiculous anyway. But when you're in charge of a nonprofit like that, you think that they would probably not get paid six, seven hundred thousand dollars a year. Um, I think that's a little ridiculous. You know, what's but, really funny is that's like really light pay for a CEO. Yeah, but 
it's the so girl. It's a little less shocking. But the woman who runs it, the president, she started in her sister's name, the Sujini Coma. She's the one that started it. And, it, you know, it was about awareness. Like um, Eric said, you see pink ribbons on everything. You see it in the fucking NFL. Every goddamn corporation's got a pink ribbon on some fucking nonsense. Yeah. And they're always touting. Like I watch, I've said this before, I know we, but I watch like wrestling, wrestling this month. They've they got their big fucking Susan G. Komen thing and they got their fucking ropes painted pink and it's like all this shit. But you know, they talk about she, Susan G. Komen, Susan G. Komen, all the great work they do. But like Eric's saying, they never actually talk about what they do. It's just promoting Susan G. Komen more than it is promoting like they'll awareness. Oh yeah. Oh, it's breast cancer awareness month. Okay. Yeah, and, we're aware is that you can get breast cancer. And it's, what's your point? Yeah, they they say nothing on. Well, here's what you need to go here. Oh, just go to their fucking website. Okay, you so they didn't produce an ad. Do they have any ads? Yeah, well, I mean that they don't have to because they just like I said, every goddamn corporation out there wants to be a part of this because it's their way oh, of reaching out to cow. women. Yeah, I mean it's a like, major cash cow. You have that little pink thing. People buy it up because you know they think, oh, well, you know, <coughs> some of my money is going to a good thing. It's going to a good cause. Like they do the big marathon and stuff in New York. And I think that alone is like the biggest yeah. chunk of their donations and stuff. They made like 50 million, I think is what I read last year off that. And right. only like Eric said, 20% of that actually goes towards unrelated. But yes. this did bring up a detail about just ripping off people who like, Oh, this is going for a good cause. Remember when Katrina happened? I remember I need to get the details from Brad on this, but his band at the time, they threw a, uh, a uh, little like concert where the proceeds were supposed to go to Katrina. Oh no! Apparently that wasn't actually true. Yeah. Why are we throwing even Brad the guys in the, in the even the guys in the band didn't know that. I'm gonna have to get the details from. On Did Brad know that. this? Um, I think they found out after the fact that they were gonna keep it all, but I don't know if they did or not. <laughs> because, and I don't know if they got paid or if the venue got paid. I'm not really sure who actually received it, but I do know that like somebody had pitched that it was a Katrina relief show. And then that was not the case. But they they weren't aware of this. I don't think so. Okay, I was gonna That's say. I want to I want to get the straight details before I just say, yeah, Brad's such a cunt for doing that. Since but. we've already thrown it out there. Yeah. Okay. No, but it's the truth. <laughs> and most people they donate to these kind of things without even thinking about it twice because they want to feel good about something that they've done. Yeah. If they actually knew where things went, then they would think twice about it, and they wouldn't feel so good about what they've done. It's just like. Um, there's this uh, song by a guy up in Canada named Matthew Good, and he's got this one line, and it like I didn't understand what he meant it the first time I heard it until like I started to become a little bit more cynical about things. Um, but he's uh, the, the whole song's about ambition and all this stuff, and he says ambition throws a non-perishable item in the donation bin at Christmas, and then it pats itself on the fucking back like it's done something decent. Or like when a tragedy happens, you pray. He's got a point. <laughs> At first, I was like, what's so wrong about putting a non-perishable item in donation bin at Christmas? Oh, it's because you're not actually making sure that that perishable item is going to somebody who deserves it. You're not actually thinking about all the thousands of kids that die every day of starvation. You're not actually producing anything that is actually changing the shit that you are donating to. That's why I think charity, for the most part, is just a fucking sham. There's a reason why we continually have to do charity. It's because it's never enough. It doesn't fix the fucking problem. Yeah, I guarantee, anyway. I guarantee you, any of these major charitable organizations, if you look at it, I doubt any more, any of them give more than half of the money that's given to them actually goes toward the cause that they're doing. Everything's fucking overhead, and like I said, paying for the people running the goddamn thing. Another thing with Sujin Komen, like you're saying, like they don't really provide anything other than let's spread the word about it, and they throw their oh, 20%, you know, at screens and whatever. Um they're, they've become 
a corporatized, really political organization, too, because, I mean, I know people may have forgot about this, but, you know, just what was it, not even two years ago, year and a half, two years ago, when they had the big stink with Planned Parenthood because the conservatives were fighting about defunding Planned Parenthood <laughs> yeah. because of abortions. And they did pull it. Yeah, so they pulled all their funding from Planned Parenthood, which I don't know if people know this, but for poor people, uh, poor women, and people or women without insurance as well, which, of course, thanks to Obamacare, Republican motherfuckers, um, that'll be covered from now on. But beforehand, a lot of women would go to Planned Parenthood to get their mammograms. They were the largest provider yep. of mammograms. Yeah, so there's a huge public outcry because of that. Yeah, they when they pulled the funding for it, they lost almost a quarter of their donations. For they, should, they should have lost more. Well, like you said, because you pulled up the numbers from, what, 2000. It's 2010. 10. Okay, so that was before. They made 300 million, said that year. Last year, yeah. they only made like 220 million. So they've lost. That's how much it's gone down over the last couple of years. Damn. Because people pull because of the Planned Parenthood. Because it's like, if you're going to, I mean, take the politics out of it, because that's all it was. Because the woman that was running at the time, it's now, or she did run for like Senate in like, I think fucking Georgia or something as a Republican. I don't think she made the fucking you're talking cut. about Malamog? I can't remember her fucking name. She's Ayla G. Monomog. Uh, she's a whore. That's all she I know. She was the about former uh, CEO, and um, in 2010, she made uh, five hundred fifty thousand dollars. Yep, and she that was her salary that she took from Susan G. Komen. And that, like I said, that brought she, you know, she made the idea. To, I mean, it was her idea to pull out from that. And like I said, it cost them big time. And they've done other things too. Like they're talking about how they've had big partnerships with, uh, like YoPlay, who, at one time, yeah, they all they had the pink tops. Yeah, and in their yogurt, they have that um, BHGHPT, the fucking growth hormone <laughs> that yeah. the, that's illegal. And we've, I think we brought this up a long time ago on the show in Canada and Europe because, like, the Canadians had tested them, like, yeah, this fucking shit. It's the stuff they shoot in the fucking cows that produce more milk, which we don't need, by oh, the yeah. way. Oh, yeah. I mean, they have their fucking pink stickers on things that are really hopped up on sugar. And uh, having uh, proper levels of cancer preventing vitamin D and cutting out sugar is a proven scientific method of helping, you know, not get the, or preventive cancer. They also have their fucking pink ribbons all over, um, makeup, which has toxins that are linked to cancer. And, you know, it's like, what, what the fuck? If you're so damn worried about fucking breast cancer, <laughs> you're weirding me out over there. Dude. I know, just watching him pick at himself with a fucking knife. If you're so damn worried about curing it, then why don't you actually try and find a cure and or take the best scientific methods that we have thus far to prevent it and use that as your public education? They don't. Instead, it's just early screening protection. That's not enough. That's not enough, ladies. I don't know. I'm... <laughs> Especially when you're not taking care of yourself. I have, I just, I, I've gotten so fucking beaten. Now, I know this pisses off some people because they're so into it. And I understand people have had breast cancer and you know people have had breast cancer. And so you get, you fucking throwing your pink and you're all fucking excited about it. But God damn it, dude. I fucking, I've just grown to hate this month of the year. I hate watching fucking, and I know this is stupid to say, but like anytime, like I know it because I watch fucking football and then I see these motherfuckers come out and they got the pink alone. I'm like, Oh my fucking God, it's that time of the year again. I'm going to get beaten down and every fucking thing I see is going to be Susan G. Komen, Susan G. Komen. Like I said, it's just producing, you know, um, just dribble for themselves. That's all it is. is self-promotion. It's not like they're really doing anything. Yeah. They're not doing anything. They, they're real. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure over the years they probably saved 
somebody's life oh, because yeah. they did early screening or something like that. I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, um, I mean, I'm sure early on. And you know, I know that it's a positive influence for a lot of women out there and a lot of just families in general who are going through um, somebody in their family that has breast cancer. Um, and like I said earlier, there there is some real power b- behind the mentality that if you put into something even though it's not going to anything decent you know you feel better about yourself so there there is a lot of power behind that alone and that's why a lot of people do charity um yeah but let's make sure that it goes to somewhere good because then everybody well, gets to win and here's the f- here's the funny thing we all lose. when you look into the science of it like a lot of people donate to charity because um i, I don't know if you guys have seen uh, the research and data, but there is a lot of data out there that says that people that give more actually live healthier, longer lives and are happier. Um, but the issue is and what a lot of people don't like to uh, think about, or they just don't dive into it enough to find out is that the real people that get the benefits from charity are the people that give it up for no, like they're not expecting anything, not, not even happiness, not even feeling good about the idea of, giving somebody $20 on the street. They just do it. Those people are the ones that are really getting the benefit of charity, so to speak, as right. far as physically. Where are those fuckers at? I need to find them. So there, there is a lot of power behind bucks. it, but really it's not, it's not going anything. It's not really doing much. I mean, uh, yeah, they, you, like I you said, you have to invest human the, capital to move anything like that. Like with homeless people with, you know, as well, like cancer, particularly like the research part is the part that's disturbing for me. The fact that you're not researching things like that. If you're not investing in human capital, if you're not investing in, in technology, then you're not really doing anything that's beneficial. Because, and you know, the, the really sad, and I'm sure, what the fuck is that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Fucking ghost. <laughs> the, uh, the really sad, you know, truth of this is, uh, like, every day that we spend, you know, spending 20% of our incomes like that off of a charity that goes to research and not 50% or 60 or something higher than that, it, it's sad because especially in those later stages, you're just prolonging the amount of time that other people have to die over it. Well, you know what I'm saying? Cause like right now there's an, there's a, there's a, a, a cap of people that they're going to die yeah. from this. If we came out with the cure tomorrow, or if we somehow solved the cancer problem tomorrow, there's still going to be millions of people die from it. And there's nothing you can do about that. So why would you want to delay that? Uh, that's the one thing that I think, uh, is the most disturbing. It's the same reason like any charity, like just think about, you know, sending food to people in Africa or like you said, like the whole, the perishable item in the the Christmas basket thing. Great. Good for you. That doesn't help them get out of their slump. Like if I were completely poor and on the street, bread's not helping me. Yeah. That's just the reality of that. Bread's not going to help me. You can make fucking jam sandwich. You know what jam sandwich is? Take two pieces of bread and jam together. I, I don't know if you have anything on it, but I, if you do, I'd asshole. like you to talk about as far as the advertising and everything that they do, just the manipulation of the corporation itself. Uh, can you even call it a corporation? I guess it's I really didn't have much on it that. It is a group of people but, uh, that are pulling resources together. So, yes, it is a corporation. I but like, your corporation the, the idea, uh, like the, the race for the cure, because that's what they call it. I just think that's funny. They're losing the race. That that's what they call it. And it's like, well, wait a minute. No. It, you're talking about ladies that already have it. And you didn't do a good job telling them how to prevent it in the first place. 
and then you're also not doing a good job of helping them get rid of it. You're See, just doing the basic minimum and you're doing what's been done for over 30 years. I mean, right. there hasn't been like any kind of big breakthrough in fucking cancer technology. Like it, the technology itself has gotten better, but there's really, they do the same shit, chemo, radiation treatment. Mm -hmm. If it gets really bad, you go in there and you cut some shit out. Like, that's that's like their go-to, man. It's it's devastating. The three-step kick, like they don't. There's nothing else out there. There's no decent actual. You know what's funny cure. too is like a, so a race for a the lot cures, of the times, like go fuck yourself. A lot you of the times when it comes to cancer too, you don't even die from the cancer. You die from the chemo and the radiation therapy, and that shit will just like eat your immune system, and then you die of fucking pneumonia. Yep. Disaster. Now you're just a slave to taking 15 pills a fucking day and being a zombie. It's kick ass. And you just keep on pumping and, and money me, into those pharmaceutical now, companies. Let me tell you now too, like especially mm -hmm. if it's this year. Uh if I if I just go down, just let me die, please. Is that okay? If I can just say that. Oh yeah. Dude, don't worry about it. We'll I think you've already said it on here. But no, I think I have yeah. Don't worry, we will don't like old me. yeller. Oh no, we'll fucking take old care yeller. of you. That sounds <laughs> fucking old yeller. All right, so it's my dog dad. Uh don't shoot I'll me put her down. I'll take care of <laughs> don't also don't knife me in the back, please. That'd be great. Fucking, I'm gonna have someone come over and charge your ass up. <laughs> so, we're gonna, so we're gonna put you down, motherfucker. That's, anyway. that's story speaking of speaking of getting drilled, uh, this is another thing that fucking that I saw. Just dude, I just fucking saw this like the other day when we were talking about doing this. Um, talking about like doing the yo play thing and then pulling away from fucking Planned Parenthood, which actually does do some good or a lot of good in the actual field that they're advocating for. Um, they jumped in bed with uh, Baker Hughes, which is a oil field service company. They drill here in uh, Texas. They frack the Marcella cell shell, which is the, like the, one of the biggest ones um, in this, in the whole country. And so what they did is they donated the Baker Hughes donated like a hundred thousand dollars and then like a percentage of some fucking shit to them. And for this, what they did was they, made over a thousand of those drill bits they're fracking drill bits and they painted them pink and put little little pink ribbons on the drill bits <laughs> and they're sending them out around the fucking country i'm like how great is that dude there is there anything that i mean potentially because of course there's only like a dozen fucking cases that have been proved in the court so far that this shit that fracking causes fucking not only oh, cancer but every other cancer and all kinds of other bad shit for us so it's like oh well Perfect. Yeah. Let's fucking join up with them. What yeah. else could be better? Hey, let's join up with the NFL. They beat women. <laughs> just, just remember that next time they you are looking at your fucking little pink ribbon on your uh, lapel or the now everybody's got that wristband and shit. Oh my god, We're pinking out. But yeah, so pinking out against women. It's more like it. Yeah, it's a huge thing. I mean, they said that like two hundred thirty-two thousand women will get breast cancer annually. So it's a huge fucking ordeal. Granted, I think more guys get fucking dick cancer. You know what I'm saying? But that's cool, though. But, I mean, dick we're fucking cancer guys. Cancer or colon cancer? Nah, or prostate you know, cancer? Prostate. I call it dick because if you fucking lose your prostate, your fucking dick's worthless after that. Boggs, you know what I'm saying? So. Huh? But that's okay, though. Fuck it. Women. We got to fucking deal with the women first. But, um, oh, so, okay. So, Susan, you come in. Here's the deal with them. So, like I said, the charitynavigator.org. Like you, Eric, pull the stats off of that. I've got some here where they do ratings on charities, and they'll find similar like-minded charities, and they'll do the ratings. So, 
for ones that do breast cancer awareness or actually do work within that, uh, there is, of course, the Na- National Breast Cancer Foundation, which gets a rating of 97, which is the highest rated one. Then they have Living Beyond Breast Cancer, which gets a 94 rating. Breastcancer.org gets a 95 rating. The Rose, which I've never heard of, which is actually based here in Texas. Yeah, i never heard of that. Uh, gets a 96% rating. And then there's Susan G. Komen, which gets an 81 rating. <laughs> so it's like not quite at the top of the list. It's pretty far fucking down if you compare it to it. And this is based on, you know, the money they take in, what they put it towards. Yeah. And, and I was about to say, they probably out of all those, they get the most money. Oh, my God. It's not By even far. It's not even close. That's the thing about right behind them is the National uh, Breast Cancer more Foundation. Pathetic. You have all that money and you have all of that power and political clout to where you can actually like somewhat make a difference and push technology and research to a whole nother level. But instead you're a whore to advertising. You buddy up with everything. It's a big political move for anybody within the foundation. See, I'm actually okay with that. If you're contributing more than 20% of your fucking funds, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think if it was like they contribute 70% of everything, I think at that point it's like, fuck it, dude, that's a lot. That's well, a shit pile. If but there twenty percent's not enough. If all of this stuff wasn't enough for you, Boggs, to think that they're completely anti-woman at Susan G. Komen, um, take the story of uh, Charlotte Haley. You guys know who I'm talking about? No, I haven't heard the name. Um, so back in 1991, she was 68 years old at this time. Um, she had had granddaughters, daughters, and people around her fight breast cancer. And she was getting sick and tired of these huge fundraising committees getting all this money and doing nothing with it. And nothing really was pushing the boundaries as far as cancer research, preventative measures, and all that stuff. So she decided to start a grassroots thing as far as going politically um, and socially. She started this. It wasn't really a foundation, but it was more of an awareness thing on where all the money was going for this cancer research. Um, and she had these peach ribbons that she would send out with her flyers and they would say things like the national cancer Institute annual budget is $1.8 billion. Only 5% goes to cancer prevention. Help us wake up our legislators and America by wearing this ribbon. This is back in 1991. Mm -hmm. So she was approached by a woman named Liz Smith who was part of a company or a group that eventually turned into Susan G. Komen. And she wanted to assimilate Mrs. Haley's ribbon into their thing. She thought it was a good idea and she liked the, the way it looked and everything. And, you know, it just was a nice little symbol, so to speak. They were looking for something to help people identify their group with. So they approached her and uh, Miss Haley, knowing the group, wanted nothing to do with them said you're too commercial for me you don't do enough research you don't do enough for preventative measures for women and breast cancer so you can go fuck off she didn't say that exactly but it's essentially what she said peace off so these lovely people who are so pro women just stole it they she went liz smith went to her lawyers said what can we do and they said oh change the color (laughs) so they changed the color of the ribbon to pink and that's where you got the pink fucking ribbon. It's true. Which, by the way, that's a great purpose for what we were talking about earlier when that guy said, you guys ripped me off and blah, 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 when we stole their intellectual material, apparently. We didn't say that on the show, so nobody knows what the fuck you're talking about. 
Oh, we didn't say that on the show. Damn, Good job, asshole. Son of a bitch, you're I we, ruining I we the back fucking the show. A little bit. Uh, well, anyway. Yeah, we're about to be sued. The point is, <laughs> you could put, you could basically just change the color scheme and put a little penis on there, and you're good, man. That's pretty much what I did. It's exactly what you did. Minus the penis. You didn't put the penis on there. Fuck, we're screwed. That's a pun. Oh, okay. And, so, uh, and everybody's got the fucking ribbons now. Is there? God is there damn, a reason you're fucking standing? Fucking ribbon. I'm just tired of sitting. Yeah, man. Oh. Get off is of the him. bench uncomfortable? What? I'm just checking on my buddy. That's Move all. On. Who? What? I think it's time <laughs> to talk about assholes. What? What? Prostate? Uh, that was cancer? No. We'll, we'll do was, that. We'll do that later. <laughs> I was talking. <laughs> What's or, the big group for prostate cancer? Or is there one? No, I was saying assholes is in people that are assholes or dicks, maybe. Mm. Certain varietal of dick. Are, are we done? Dick of we're, we're a done certain with Susan G. Komen? time period and which to I, I didn't know we were done with Susan G. Komen. I apologize. Fuck Susan I don't G. know. Coming. It's the dick of the week. I really want to fucking go out with some hands of Jesus tonight, dude. Please go get the fucking book. So anyway. Dig the week this week is, uh, it's kind of a generic one. I'm going with John McCain, but really he is the face of the franchise for the Senate Republicans. So, of course, everybody knows we're going to die of Ebola because we had the second case of it. So, the problem is, of course, there's no funding in our fucking budget. So we don't have, you know, anybody in charge of this fucking thing. Like, the CDC is kind of running the fucking show. Uh, they don't know what the fuck they're up to. So John McCain gets up and he starts complaining, along with the other Senate Republicans, saying that um, Obama should have basically put in charge an Ebola czar. Okay. First of all... For one dude and that <laughs> now a second person? <laughs> we got to prevent it. We got to... We need some fucking... Is there an AIDS czar? Hey, you know what? At the White House? Is God there a damn breast it. cancer czar at the White House? There probably is. I don't fucking... There's a lot of czars. You know how I know it? Because when... Uh, about a year or two ago, I guess it's been a little bit longer than this now, the Republicans were bitching about how they needed to impeach Obama because he had so many fucking czars. Is there a... <laughs> but now we need another one. Is there a, I got kicked in the face by my horse czar? I'll look that up. I don't think is so. Is there a, oh my God, I'm getting surrounded by bees, czar? There's, I think there's a... No, there's not one of those. There's got to be a shark czar, right? There's a bug chaser czar, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so... Is that not the same as the AIDS are? Is, is there a gift giving czar? It's are? different. It's the same, but yet different. You got to have multiple ones in case one of them dies from getting charged up. So the thing is, the problem with this is they're bitching and complaining about how we don't have anybody fucking running the show. Well, there's a reason for that. Because the person who normally would be in charge of this, uh, taking care of medical matters or epidemics like this is, this big epidemic of two people, uh-huh. would be a surgeon general. Yeah. We don't have one of those in the country right now. Do you you guys know why we don't have one? I'm going to take a wild guess and something to do with frivolous wars that we get ourselves into. No. What it was was the um, the guy that Obama had originally wanted to be the Surgeon General went before the Senate committee who have to approve all of his appointments. And um, the thing that happened was... He was telling him about all the different things he wanted to do, and one of his big stances was the fact that he found guns to be dangerous and that they could cause harm to people, and they could be, you know, a health hazard. And uh, the Second Amendment no. says, yeah, 
Oh, I know it. And Second Amendment doesn't fucking play with that. And neither is the NRA, who sponsors pretty much all the Republicans. So they shot him down pretty much specifically for that one reason. And they haven't put anybody else up since because they basically said, we're not going to fucking take anybody you want. So now there's this big pandemic and we're all going to fucking die from it. And we have no one in charge running the fucking show up in Washington, D.C. to fix it. So it's, of course, Obama's fault. Oh, whoa. Boggs got very happy. Found gold. I think it's about time to go to the fucking song. So anyway, like I said, it's more the Senate Republicans in general, but John McCain is the one on all the Sunday shows whining like a little cunt fucking, hey, we need to get back in the bullies are. Oh, my God. Obama hates what us. He brought a bowler from Africa to kill a white man. Okay, so they don't let jinxed. us have a Surgeon General. Nope, we don't need who's, it. Who's the person that does all that stuff. Nope, because he don't like guns. And then they're bitching that he doesn't have an Ebola czar. Yep. No, he yeah, and he needs an Ebola czar because he doesn't have a Surgeon General. That's like <laughs> because they won't let him have a Surgeon General. Okay, I I really, I really just want to do this one line of this no, because you, the rest of it's just sad and sappy. But this one line, I want to hear it. No, I'm trying to get a good analogy for that, but I can't. No, goddamn it! You will play more than one fucking line, and tell us what you're doing for, sir. <clears throat> this is Bugs. Sings an excerpt. What the fuck is the name of this again? Uh, touching people reach with out the love to. of Jesus. <laughs> it's pretty rare as a young girl you get the opportunity to have a special relationship with your uncle. But in fact, I was just that lucky. I got to do so many fun things with Jimmy <laughs> Like fishing in the tank behind the old house He was always amazed That my favorite part was the gutting process Driving the Jeep when I was far too young Deer hunting in my pink puffy jacket surprised when I jumped right in to see the guts the many hours I spent playing at the card lot as I have grown I have come to realize that Jimmy was much more than just a fun uncle <laughs> okay, and the rest of this is just sad and sappy. But that Come on, was like, it. I'm beating around the bush so well, man. Well, Jimmy was this... beating around the bush too. <laughs> just go, so. ahead, go ahead and finish it. He was a man of God <laughs> who loved his family. <laughs> God. That has so much more meaning. Quite literally. Quite literally. Hey, Uncle Jimmy, what's that? By the way, we're Catholic. We're so motherfucking Catholic. <laughs> it's so fucking sad. Did I mention he's a priest? <laughs> Is he really? <laughs> I don't really know if that's part of the story. Why are you going off the fucking story? Stick with the goddamn book, you asshole. Uh, Jimmy died. He died of dialysis or something. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jimmy died, he died of dialysis 
But at least he had whatever this chick's name is for a niece <laughs> on her knees. And the Lord, the Lord taketh and he apparently he giveth to Jimmy. I'll miss you, buddy. <laughs> so let me just read you what made me laugh on the air when I was reading this to find an excerpt. Jesus Christ. It is Christ. pretty rare that as a young girl you get the opportunity to have such a special relationship with your uncle. But in fact, I was just that lucky. Yeah, well. And now well, I'm like, is this reach out your hand too or is this Fifty Shades <laughs> oh, of Grey? Oh, I bet he was too. <laughs> he, I bet he will be next week. On <laughs> showed you his dark secret. <laughs> his light secret. I'll buy the boathouse. Dude, you know what? I could uh, say. You want me to do that song? Because I can probably pull that off. I just want to say before you do it that the most disturbing thing when I was reading over the fucking whole uh, bug chaser thing was this one guy was describing the moment that he fucking got the aid where the dude was pounding away at him. Decide to walk with me. And right before he fucking came. <laughs> he never had such an orgasmic experience. Fucking dick. By my side. It was in his inside. That's how he got the aid. My inside. Now they're fucking rotten. I'm not gonna lie. There yes. <laughs> I'm not the gentleman. That dude wasn't. Behind the boathouse. I'll show you my dark secrets. He was giving some gifts. <clears throat> this is gonna suck on my voice. Have fun with the fun. to me 
good as he is. Eric, under the bridge. <laughs> Do you wanna die? Do you wanna die? Do you wanna die? I don't know if I have the power. Do you wanna die? Try it. Do you wanna die? Do you wanna die? Well, I promise you, I can treat you well, my sweet angel. So help me, Jesus, 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 Jesus. I don't think that was. Fuck. I don't think that was loud enough. Sorry, <laughs> not at all. God, did I, did I totally pop the meter? Oh yeah, <laughs> Every, quite a bit. Everybody <laughs> who stayed with us this long, just their fucking ears are bleeding now. Sorry, guys. I don't know if more from the fucking loudness of it, or are you trying to fucking hit that note. <laughs> God damn, dude, that flask is kicking your ass. So are we fucking done with this shit? I think so, yeah. I don't fucking care anymore. Yep. I'm done with it all. You done, Boggs? I'm tired of this. <laughs> Is that the same? Mm. Anyway, make sure you go and check out our friends out at uh, Digital Frustrations. I haven't done this in like a month. I Fuck feel those, bad about it. Fuck those guys. I do feel bad about it. Do you? Yeah. Well, because every time I end the show and then like the next day, I'm like, fuck, I never mentioned them. Such a piece of shit. I think the last time I listened was the one where Brad was uh, talking about his felonies. Oh, no, no, no. I still listen to them, and they always shout us out. Yeah. <laughs> I've been neglecting my duties here lately, so. Hey, man. Go to Digital Frustrations. Check them out. Fuck Walmart. You can go to their Facebook page. Uh, they're on Lipson. They're on iTunes. You can also sure. go to Weed Gamer. Yeah. Actually, I'm going to probably go to Walmart and shop there here soon. Who are, those, who, who are those dickheads that called us out for the fucking ice bucket challenge? Our daily outrage. Yeah, the, no, those why are, are they dickheads? God, I'm man. Kidding. I'm kidding. Oh. I'm kidding. They're God. nice people. We need to get them on I the show sometime. We actually, we actually should do a little bit of a, a dual podcast with them. We should we because Allie does a lot of work. She's involved in a lot of organizations oh, yeah. with women's stuff. And like especially she deals with abortion clinics and shit that goes on up there with that nonsense. So oh, yeah. She, she gets a lot of nonsense up there. She talks about sure. a lot on the show so i, I think mean, she'd it's, be... it's pretty bad down here too but it's oh it's getting real bad dude. <sighs> yeah they're the that fucking abortion law is like kicking into high gear here yes. in texas so there's like five fucking clinics that are open uh so if you live out in rural texas and you're poor there's no fucking way you're getting an abortion unless you're fucking just st- sticking a, a what? hot clothes, uh, hanger. clothes hanger up there right on the string yeah or, or that so that. what you know what they dude what? I have a great public service. So what we should do is we should mm-hmm. just convince Brad that babies have magic cards on them, and he can just steal them from the, ch- the women. Problem solved. Why? What? What the fuck Why? are you talking about? I don't that understand. I, I don't even babies. understand the concept of it. I don't either. We should convince All, him It sounds the- pretty shitty to me. All it sounds is like we're going to be ending up with a whole bunch of fucking babies and having to take care of them and shit. Are you talking about like going No, up- no, 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 no. Just Brad. Not us. Oh, are you talking about like babies that have already been born? No, or are you no. talking about oh, going up into the womb he's and going up snatching there. babies? He's going up there and he's snatching him a mythic rare baby. It's kind of like a real fucked up Santa Claus. Sneaks <laughs> in your house at so night. going down a chimney or going up a vagina? Still, Surprise, bitch. Still in fucking fetus from the womb. 
kind of messed up, dude. Oh my god. I do feel I do feel a little less See, you should have fucking ended the show like 5 I minutes do. ago. Here, here it goes. I do feel a little less good about myself. Whatever, dude. This candle was a great idea, dude. I came home Shut and up. it smelled so good. I'm going to charge right. you up later.